Welcome to a brand new episode of Tao Talk, episode number 217. This is Casey. And this is Chris. We've got a lot of geeky news to get through, but unfortunately, right? unfortunately, before we do, we've got to talk about some recent um, people who passed away. Again? Uh, yeah, it's just... This has been a shit year. It's not, you know, we're only a month in. We're recording this on the 1st of February. And it's just like every week somebody's passing away, like related to pop culture in some ways. So it's it's really sad. That's our generation. It's all of I these guess. people. We It's so yes. different than, say, like our parents. Like they had here and there, but not the way we worship pop culture. Right. In our, our generation. So, yeah, it's just it's. It's kind of insane. So go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. So uh, we, we lost Meatloaf. Uh, we lost comedian Louis Anderson. And we lost the voice of Charlie Brown, Peter Robbins. So we're just going to take a moment of silence to uh, remember, you know, everything that these guys contributed to our lives. So, yeah, you know, just take a moment of silence for those guys. Um, and. Let's get into what we usually geek out on. What is that, Chris? What have you been doing geek-wise? I uh, I bought a bunch of games because it was a PlayStation sale. Um, and I I need, like, a, a fix here and there. So I've been playing Deep Rock Galactic, which I've really enjoyed, actually. And I want to play it with more people. Um, I haven't tried the, the co-op <laughs> online yet with others because I wanted to try to learn how to play it first. And now... That I've somewhat, you know, semi, quote unquote, mastered it. Um, it's a lot of fun, and I hope that we, you and I get to play it soon. I um, also I, I told you about that Nine Monkeys of Shaolin, which I just discovered. It's on sale right now. It's a it's a beat 'em up game for lovers of beat 'em up game game. <laughs> you know, that's that's their selling point. And I was like, all right, I'll pay six bucks for this, and I'm I'm glad I did. It's it's awesome. It's, it's badass. Um, and that's also online or local co-op. So I've been trying to push you to get it because we need something like that in our lives as well. And our you got it on gaming. PlayStation, right? Because it's like $30 on Switch. I just looked. Yes. Oh, $6 on. Uh, well uh, worth $6, my friend. Okay. Well worth $6. That's uh-huh. it. I mean, I caught up on Cobra Kai and... I I just feel better about myself. That's all. I don't blame you. Right? <laughs> Got through the All Valley tournament again. It was <laughs> epic, and I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for the next. See what is it? Season five. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they've already shot it. So <laughs> you know, love it. Love I it. don't know when they'll announce it, but season five they wrapped up shooting fairly recently. So very excited for that as well. Um. Yeah, man. I have been geeking out on uh, the game Spirit Fair. Um, I got obsessed with it, and I haven't been obsessed with the game in a while, so I beat it. Like, I just. Oh, wow. I, yeah, I, I powered through it, and I recommended it to Jackie, um, my friend who recommended it to me. I beat her. Jackie's far behind me. I just, I just kept playing. So. Um, did that and now I'm on uh Ori and the Will of the Wisp. Um I really liked 
the first one. I I really really loved it. So uh, so far this one is just like the same but better, which is nice. all you want from a sequel. So um, you know that should bridge the gap in the next literally 17 days until uh forbidden hidden west or whatever it's called um comes out because that will destroy my life in the best of ways just like the first game did <laughs> yes i pre-ordered mine as of yesterday I had, yeah of course got that ps4 version with the free upgrade people if you don't know about that it's the last one so if you uh love those ps5 upgrades pay 10 bucks less that's it. So, um, so let's go into Marvel, right? Not, not too much. Really, just what happened in the Moon Knight trailer. What did we think of it? Um, because really, that's the only news other than like you know, No Way Home continues to like destroy records. But that, that's it. Um, what did you think about that trailer? Well, the trailer did it for me. I mean, they can cut great trailers, but I trust Kevin Feige and I trust trust the mcu for the most part so i it was it was dark and it was creepy and oscar isaac seemed to really play that mark specter and the other the other personalities you know in terms of what we see in that trailer um yeah i i'm really excited for this show i i, I really hope they deliver and that it's it is funny it's coming out the same month as as the batman as well so we get that yeah. dark and dark and brooding superhero month it's great we get two two of the same coin really yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. two sides of the same coin but you know uh to your point we didn't really see mark specter we saw like you know what i mean like we saw a different personality True. not to the end when oh they didn't even, yeah because like they called him he gets out. a phone call yeah he doesn't he doesn't yeah. know who he is so right. yeah that is gonna be when we see that switch take over maybe he'll drop that silly british accent and um <laughs> we'll see we'll see him in his full punishment glory <laughs> yep. exactly yeah so very let's excited. get it let's get it we need some midnight suns man that's I'm it man pumped. Yeah, Blade shows up at the end of that series. Game over. <laughs> yes, he's like the Nick Fury of the of the Marvel under or the Dark World or whatever. That's call it. it. Um, but speaking of Batman, let's go over to DC news. Uh, the Batman uh, tickets go on sale uh, February tenth. So maybe when you're listening to this or very close to it, um, tickets will be available near you. Yeah, I can't. Are you gonna go? Yeah, of course, of course. Okay. I'm not That's gonna me. wait. Yeah, I, 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 I love Batman. I know. I mean, Batman <laughs> has always been my favorite superhero. Period. Yeah. Ever, and the reason why I also have issues with Batman is because it's this is the my crutch. Favorite. But yeah, right. <laughs> this movie, if they can deliver on one of the things I ask for, that we ask for always about a Batman detective movie, which this is definitely looking to be. Um, and then maybe delve into the fantastical at some point. But if they could give me an awesome detective story, I'm I'm ready for that. You know, so yeah, I am uh, all about it, man. I, I, you know, I have my trepidations, right? But I will be buying tickets for day one. Uh, Batgirl continues to cast. Um, we have Ivory Aquino who'll be playing. Barbara Gordon's best friend and bartender Alicia Yo 
And it also marks the first transgender character in a live action DC movie. Hmm. I don't know if there's been has there, has there the been character um, in Supergirl. The I oh forgot. yes, uh, Dreamer. 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 Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Which should good job. So. Yep. Um. Yeah, I don't know this girl's particular uh, background, like as far as like. Uh, you know, her acting or anything like that. But hey, <laughs> like we're getting more casting, we're getting more characters, and and like that's all that I really care about. That's that's it. I mean, I can't wait to see a trailer from this movie. Uh, it just this is I'm really excited for this project because I really want to see where they take it. It's very curious all the all the, the hints we see from different aspects of the the DC movie verses. How is this? How is this going to tie everything together? And Michael Keaton being a part of it is even better. So yeah, exactly. Uh, Titan season four. We've got some casting here. Um, we have uh, Joseph Morgan playing Brother Blood. Franca Potente is Mother Mayhem, and Lisa Ambalavanar is Jinx. So you know. What what they're doing again in this season? Who knows? Um, but Brother Blood is a you know popular Titans character, so it, it makes sense. And you know, season three restored my faith in the show a lot, and it's always been good. It just sometimes right. it's really shitty. But last season, I I can it got levels of greatness. So hey, man. It was a good season. It, I'm not. I'm not saying it wasn't. I love okay. that season. Okay. It, it also restored my faith in the show. I. The only issue I had was the way it was structured. The first two seasons, they could have structured it differently, and it would have been a better show. Like the stories yeah. they told were good. The characters they developed are good because we still yeah. are enjoying them, up until now. And then this will be interesting if you know how far they take with brother blood and that they can do it. Yeah. On yeah. an R rated level because they did brother yep. blood on TV. Right. I forgot. Um, yeah, they did brother blood on, uh, arrow. arrow and then he's been in, you know, the DC animated movies, yes. but yeah. So I'm really excited for this. Cause like you said, he's a main, he's a main stable villain for, for these, for these characters. So yep. get out of Gotham, which you did a good job. We challenged yep. you. We said, is this going to be, what are you doing? This is the Batman crutch, but it was <laughs> yeah. good. It was a good Batman crutch. Uh, so I'm excited. I can't wait for more Titans. That's it. And then finally, uh, another Batman piece of news. He's getting another tabletop game. <laughs> this one is Batman. Everybody lies. Um, you have to work your way through a detective system uh, in order to, to solve uh, a crime here. So, um, that to me is interesting, you know, very different than what we've seen from the other tabletop games. Uh, I don't know what the detective investigation system is, which is a new game engine <laughs> in portal, uh, their popular line of detective games. So I've never played any of these portal games before. And I'm not talking about portal, the steam games, cause I have played those. Um, I'm just talking about this you know, gaming publisher. So I'm I'm pretty interesting to know what this is going to be like. Each case takes about two to three hours to play. So when you, we are finally reunited, this would be a perfect game night for us. So this is, this is a board game, right? 
Board game, 50 bucks coming out this summer. Pre-orders for it drop in March. So that's it's a good, cool. yeah, it's a good, uh, you know, I think that's a good price point. It sounds like a, a reasonable gaming time and it sounds good to me. I'm still, I'm still looking forward to trying to get almost got them from my favorite episode. Of the animated series. <laughs> I think this is what happens in this game. <laughs> almost. Or we're called almost. the game almost got them. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's exactly. all about you playing a villain trying to get Oh shit, man! This is a good idea. All right. No, no, no. There is a game called that. Oh, there is. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think. Um, I think it was like kickstarted not too long ago. Oh, I'm not sure if it's built the way you're about to say it, but I'm pretty sure it is. I mean, it's it's based on that episode of the anime series. All right, I'm done talking, Chris. It's all right, man. It's fine. What galaxy are we going to? <laughs> We're gonna head over to Star Wars and talk a little Star Wars news. There's not a whole lot, but Kind of some big stuff. So uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead of, what are we here? Black, Birds of Prey fame. Um, Kate Scott Pilgrim, Cloverfield Lane. I mean, I, I love right. it. I love her. Yeah, I do too. I'm just kind of curious how they're going to bring her into Ahsoka and what kind of role she would have. What kind of role would you see her in, Casey? You know, lately she's been doing, what was that movie, Kate, that just came out? Kate. Like, yeah, so she's been doing this, like, kind of kick-ass thing. And even Ramona Flowers is a bit in, in Scott Pilgrim. So, um, you know, I would imagine we will see Inquisitors in this show. Ooh, Live-action Inquisitors. I actually have a feeling with what... I know we're going to get, like, a lot of Rebel stuff and all that stuff, but I that they also play into the Inquisitors in that show. Like, that's the first time we saw them. So... I wouldn't be surprised if she's cast as an Inquisitor. You heard it here first, people. It's a good one. I like that. So the Inquisitors have survived the fall of the Empire and then continued in the New Republic era as kind of like a dark... Maybe dark a version. Of, yeah, dark. Right, exactly. They can start their own thing. They don't have to really follow Vader or the Emperor anymore, but they have to keep the dark side alive, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, she would play a good character like that. I could see... Yeah. Her deadpan look. <laughs> if she wants to. I mean, she knows how to act. <laughs> she does. But her, 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 um, you know, her, <laughs> her go-to is the deadpan. So she's, anyways, anyways you go on. Let, if, you're a, next. if you're an old Republic fan, uh, which I'm not exactly, <laughs> but I'm sure people out there are, um, uh, uh, you get Legacy of the Sith trailer, which I watched. And then I got really disappointed because it wasn't one of the CGI trailers. It was just gameplay. Mm. And I was like, oh, well, cool. And um, there you have it. So Legacy of the Sith is headed to PC. And I'm going to say it here first that since Xbox wants to take like Activision and stuff, I think that PlayStation should get some their hands on like EA or something <laughs> so we can get these games brought to console. I would probably play the Old Republic if it was a console MMO, like the DC one or something, there's you know, or no Neverwinter. way we wouldn't be playing it. That's if it saying. was on console. Accessibility. That's, like, that's it for us. It's the only reason why we haven't really gotten into it. Right. Which is so crazy to think like, since we're on laptops all the time, I don't know. You know, it's like, why aren't we? But anyway, yeah. I don't like the controls and blah, blah, blah. Me neither. Me neither. And that's, that's it. But yeah, I have better news if you're a Star Wars video yes. game fan. The Lego Skywalker Saga 
finally has a release date of April 5th. So I watched that trailer. It was like six minutes long. And then I was just, I'm ready to buy it. I I don't care if I've heard they rushed it. I don't care anymore. I just want to play what seems to be probably the greatest Lego game ever made. How do they rush this game? It's been talked about like <laughs> for the last two years. What are they rushing? Right. I, I did read wrong. that too. Like, oh right? gosh, there's... Oh, they're pushing people over at TT Games. Like, why? <laughs> We're going to wait for it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just do what you need to do. When there's delays for video games, that's fine with me every single time. Absolutely. Because don't Absolutely. give me a heap of garbage like, you know, Cyberpunk. Or right. Which I still haven't played. But... Right. Because I won't buy that. Well, you're going to. Go off on a tangent, but no, we're not going off on a no tangent tangents right, yeah. today. It's too no. long of a show. Um, <laughs> so that's it for Star Wars news. Let's talk comics. And so solicitations are hitting right now, and so there's a lot of news uh this week. So let's start off with the first, and it's a big thing because DC has announced the death of the Justice League, and they're saying it's on par to the death of Superman, which is what, 30 years now? It's like the anniversary or something like that. Yeah. It's coming up. Um, so we're we're getting old, uh, but not as old as Superman, apparently. But uh, Brian Michael Bendis has been around Justice League since the beginning um, of this. Not this, but... Yeah, this new order. It's He's been writing this middle arc. Big one. And it's been great. Uh, nice... nice build of the team and everything but he's jumping off on number 74 and then issue 75 starts this new era of the death of the justice league and whatever is going to be involved with this but joshua williamson is writing it which awesome because he's like taking full charge at dc right now he's got that um shadow war i think it's called shadow war crossover with like deathstroke and batman and, yeah yeah and, and more and or Robin, sorry, not Batman, some Damien stuff. But this, <clears throat> I don't know what's going to happen, um, but if they're going to remove all of these characters from the chessboard... They said all say, but one survives against exactly. this dark army. So, And I would imagine it's Flash, right? Don't you think that it's always like the Flash? <laughs> I think it might be Wonder Woman, uh, okay. because she actually... If she's alive, I've, I'm so behind my comics anyways. I think her mother was part of that Justice League. But maybe. Yeah. I don't know who's alive anymore. So, yeah. I would think maybe if Wonder Woman was, she would not be the one because she's been dead already. <laughs> for, right. for Infinite Frontier and stuff. So, which you need to read because that's crazy. Um, next up, we're going to have a new Birds of Prey, which may be linked to this whole thing because um, Black Canary was in Bendis's Justice League run, so she could be disappearing. So there's uh it's a whole new team. And so this is coming out in April. Uh Lady Shiva, Katana, um, and I'm missing some other people here. But very excited for this because I like these little status quo changes. Yeah, I um I haven't read Birds of Prey in a long time, but I like when they shake things up. So and I always like Katana. I'm yeah, there hasn't been much Birds of Prey. It'll they'll start it. It'll stop. Yep. They'll give the characters like backstories, like de- like Black Canary is a secondary character in the Destro comic right now. So it's just kind of um, 
it's kind of interesting that yeah. they're ready to change up all this stuff, uh, which they've been doing a good job since uh, Future State and kind of staying on track with that and, and moving forward. So it's cool. But if, you, uh, if you're a big fan of the Arrowverse, look over, uh, they're going to be doing a crossover event, the first ever in comic book form. It's called Earth Prime. And if you're missing some of your favorite characters from TV, they're coming back on the uh, on the pages of a comic book. So get ready for that. I just read through this. This sounds insane, actually. Yeah. So there's five issues, all set in Earth Prime. It features characters from every single one of the shows. The people writing the episodes are the people who write the episodes on TV. Sorry, the issues are the ones. They're also bringing in Stargirl and possibly Gotham Knights. And Justice U as characters in this giant crossover. I don't, you know, I don't think I'll buy them all individually, but I will get the trade of this because this it just sounds like a kick-ass idea. Yeah, that's what I did with uh, there. They did another Crisis uh, comic book miniseries for the Arrowverse, and I just bought mm-hmm. the trade because yeah, it's just I we both love that world. You know, we invested a lot of. Uh, I should say many years into it and and years and tears and more. So it's, it's good. Um, Very excited for this. I will also check it out starting in April. Um, Over to Marvel. Marvel is relaunching amazing Spider-Man. It is approaching that 900 issue milestone. Uh, So you saw DC do that with their comics. I love it when they do go back to normal number numbering, because I feel like these companies just, reboot every three months or so um anyways john romita jr is returning uh to be a part of this uh creative team and zeb wells will be the lead writer so look forward to this april 6th amazing spider-man number one yeah this is in i guess it's the 60th anniversary (laughs) of the character and this will be the sixth time that the series has been relaunched since 1963. <laughs> yep, exactly. With about 80 variants, as one can imagine. Oh, of course. Of course. It's it's all the rage these days. It is. Unfortunately, I want all of them, of course, because I'm a huge Spider-Man fan. And the artists they got, like uh, Art Germ, Peach Momoko, Mark Bagley... In Humberto yeah. Ramos, like people have been working on it for at Russell Dotterman, Scotty Young, like geez. Yeah. How do you choose? You put some names in a hat and straw. That's <sighs> man. It's the best way to do it. That's Anyways, nice. uh we have we have two Captain Americas, and finally they're doing the right thing and giving them their own ongoing series each. So uh both Sam Wilson and Steve Rogers will get a book each. Um, centering on them, Captain America, Central Liberty will be Steve, and then Captain America, Symbol of Truth will be Sam's book. So it'll kick off with an event in April, and the new titles will launch in May and June. Yay! <laughs> That's cool. I think it's a cool idea. Um, you know, obviously, I'm I'm a fan of both the characters, so cool. I, I can dig Sorry. it. Captain America, Inc., Right, it's getting there. <laughs> uh, let's jump over to IDW. As a big Rocketeer fan, I've been waiting for Disney Plus to put out some content 
about my favorite jetpack hero from the 40s. Well, guess what, Casey? <laughs> There's a new comic coming out. It's called The Great Race. It's uh, four issues. It's written and drawn by the same guy, Stephen Mooney. So I'm I'm excited, as you can tell. I can tell. I can tell. It looks cool. Um, that's the kind of thing where limited series about a special character, I'd get that, you know, I wish the shadow would do the same thing. Like just certain, like, just give me like a little run. I don't need a full thing. And if it's successful, do another little run. So yeah, I'm, I'm into that. Rocketeer is awesome. Perfect. Yeah. And then also from the Star Trek of things, uh, the Ferengi, everybody's favorite Star Trek race is getting their own, their own series, their own spotlight one shot. Uh, it's written by Christine Rice with art by Andy Price. And so I really, I fell in love with the Ferengi and, and Deep Space Nine with Quark uh, and got a real appreciation for their 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 culture. Yeah, it's, you know, I, I yeah, I, I'm familiar with him as well and, and those characters. Um, so it's Star Trek, you just think it would be so much bigger. <laughs> it is. You know, I know. Yes, right. It is. So I don't know. It's just uh, it, it never caught on the way Star Wars did. And I, I always thought that was really interesting. Like the, now we're getting it. You know, now we're getting peak Star Trek because now they're really committing to it. But it's just crazy to me. Like it's taken this long, like 50 years to get as big as it is. It's what's weird, though, is like how much content there is compared to Star Wars. You know, what there's I mean? so much and they don't all have to, I mean, they do connect it with certain things, but they don't have to all be connected. No, but they do a good job tying in. I just, yeah. I feel like as an adult, I appreciate it a lot more than I did when I was a kid. And now it's like, okay, great. They're giving us these shows and everything. So, and speaking of that, did you see that Strange New Worlds poster today where it's like the cowboy and the ship is there? Yeah. yeah. I'm really, can't wait for that show. That's, yes. I'm really pumped. So, all right. We talked about Star Trek enough. Let's finish up <laughs> comics with Boom and the Vampire Slayer. So this is, um, are you excited for this? This is a new Buffy the Vampire Come Slayer on, series announced. <laughs> I've already ordered like, I don't know, it's like three covers or something. <laughs> what is what is this one going to be about? It's kind of like it's a new chapter for Buffy and you see it's not Buffy the Vampire Slayer, it's just the Vampire Slayer. It sounds like someone else's have to maybe take on the role. You know what I mean? Like maybe Kendra or Faith, like they're still alive in this, in the Boom series here. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm really excited about it because I love this series. You know, I didn't know that a reboot of Buffy was ever needed, but the way that they've handled it has been fantastic. And it it's right on par with the TV show. Awesome. Yeah, I got to give it a, I got to give it a shot soon. I just You would like it. You would really yeah. like it. Cool. Well, let's jump to our commercial break and we'll be back with more Tele Talk. Defet Comics is the publishing branch of don'tforgetatowel.com, the only place to travel geekly. Focusing on creator-owned and independent titles like Hollowed, Pursuit of Plastic, and Fairy, and many more. DFAT Comics will be a mix of genres appealing to every kind of reader. Join the new source of comic book entertainment with DFAT Comics. 
Hey, come take a seat at the campfire. You're not the only one who joins. I've got friends that come over sometimes, too. We talk about a ton of interesting things from geek culture. Then we cover some conspiracies or philosophical thoughts or monsters. You know, we talked about Bigfoot in one episode. It's a lot of fun, so come join me at the campfire chats. A DFAT entertainment podcast hosted on Spotify and other fine places you find podcasts. We're back after those luscious commercial breaks, and we're into crowd sorcery, where we're talking about Marvel Zombies, a zombicide game. Um, this is another miniature game uh, featuring Marvel characters, but this one looks pretty crazy because on Kickstarter, they wanted 500000 They are at $6.4 <laughs> Yeah, just I crazy. mean... Honestly, when you have a six hundred dollar tier for a board for a game, a miniature game, that's wild. This is it's like, it's wild that there's thirty five hundred people who've backed that. Yes, I oh, I'm looking gosh. at this. I mean, these miniatures are insane. They are. They are. I mean, it's like so. it's like just investing in like an entire Warhammer campaign handed to you, kind of like right that exactly. And there's so many, you know, that's one of the things that uh, we talk about is that when you get these miniature games and card games, you should be getting the stretch goals included, depending on the tier. And this one has so many Kickstarter exclusive miniatures, which is just bonkers. Like these things won't hit the stores when this game goes like that's I don't know. What's the base tier? Hundred and thirty. Oh, my gosh. If they even give you the, you know, the, the stretch goals, sometimes they yeah. hold it out on that, but it seems like it. Yeah. Um, like a lot of these have the additional packs too, which yep. you can add on as well down below if you want to add on singles. So this is actually a really well put together Kickstarter um, made for maximizing that $6.4 million. That's oh. just it, man. Wow. This Jeez. is insane. Show me a, show me a DC one. <laughs> <laughs> uh so we'll leave the link in there for that so you guys can take a look at that kickstarter all right tv streaming news which gets bigger every week <laughs> every single one so we're gonna kind of we'll kind of go through these quickly let's breeze it as best uh, we can. let's go all right cuphead got a new trailer coming out on february 18th um to netflix i believe the uh cuphead a movie show i guess we'll find out i can't remember i think it's a show i hope it's a show if it's in this yeah i love that animation style yeah i do too and i want to get that game yes absolutely neither one of us played it but we've heard good things uh the world of the boys is getting even more big as they present diabolical drops uh or sorry it's the boys presents a diabolical <laughs> it's eight bite-sized episodes uh of animated evil fun uh that should be dropping march 4th myself yeah like the boys check that out i am excited i'm trying to get my wife to watch the boys we just got she i didn't know if she liked peacemaker and so i showed her peacemaker and then she loved yeah. it. like you can watch the boys then i know you'll love it so oh she's gonna love the deep <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> anyway so uh that's happening 
this new animated show by Mike Judge called Bad Crimes that's coming to Netflix. Um, you've got Nicole Byer and Lauren Lapkus, who are both very hilarious women. Uh, they're going to be doing this dark comedy of these two FBI agents who solve grisly crimes. So this sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, Mike Judge is just coming out on all cylinders here, huh? With the King of the Hill reboot and yeah, more. Yeah, it's like it's yeah. great. I'd love to see him back and and writing and creating because he's a funny guy. So I'm I look I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, me too for sure. Uh, in Star Trek, we've got Strange New Worlds is going uh, landing a premiere date with their early season two renewal. So. That will be coming out on May 5th, which is crazy. Yeah, I, I'm i very excited for this show. I'm r- really excited for the return of the weekly Monster of the Week, Planet of the Week, whatever, Adventure of the Week style for Star Trek. I've loved Picard. I've loved Discovery. But I'm really excited to get back to basics with Star Trek. Um, and it's really exciting to hear that it's been renewed as well. Um and I'll, I'll talk about these other ones as well because Discovery has yeah. been renewed for a fifth season. Picard will be is renewed for a third season, which will be its last. Wow, well, you ain't getting any younger. <laughs> no, and that's that's always my. I was like, how long are they gonna have this show last? Um, I thought I I did too because he's. I mean, God bless him, but with all the shit that's been happening this year yeah. with the deaths, I mean, I just I worry about these older guys. Exactly, and if we get this. We've got it. So thank you, Patrick Stewart. I hope you filmed a Professor X scene for multiverse. But yes, anyways, <laughs> the your character from Logan is preferred, please. Um, Lower Decks is coming back again. There's going to be Prodigy uh, is returning and, and more. So there's a lot of a lot of Star Trek stuff, as we were discussing a few minutes ago. And Paramount Plus is 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 running on all cylinders as i like to say so there you go thank you for taking us to this galaxy just higher up uh just more real (laughs) that's it the lord of the Rings show on amazon got a name it's called the rings of power um they had a cool little teaser to show it off uh but other than that still don't really know anything more (laughs) yeah i mean it definitely we got a time placement we know that it's going to deal with sauron's rise to power and and the rings yeah. and all that stuff which i'm definitely okay with me too uh godzilla tv show is in the works at apple which is the most curious of it um i thought you know because everything else is on netflix like why is it going to apple and, well, the anime ones are on Netflix, and then everything else is Warner Brothers. Yeah, right. With the, well, I'm saying the Toho company, classic Godzilla, that stuff has been on. That is oh. the Netflix stuff. Right. The, but this is this is this show will be part of the monster first that we've been watching on the big screen as of late. Right. right? Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. And it's yeah. Like a live action show, which is also crazy. So with Apple, they they can have different companies put stuff on their network because they're not just like they're not like Warner Brothers, you know. Or yeah, they yeah they can. I guess they can put anything. I guess my question is just 
with what Legendary. we've seen. Yeah, Netflix has it. Or, you know, I'm sure it will come back over to Warner Brothers when yeah. the contract runs out. Yeah, I mean, nonetheless, this is really exciting because I've liked what they've done with that that MonsterVerse for the most part. And it's just, it's fun. And to see it as a TV series is a, definitely a different step in a uh, new direction. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, next we have He-Man. The, the Masters of the, of the Universe. Yeah. <laughs> the, I guess, more child-centric version, uh, you know, of, of what we're getting over there. Um, so, season two comes out on March 3rd, and I'm excited. I never even finished it, so I need to watch it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I was, Great. yeah. I'm, I'm a bad <laughs> He-Man fan. I know. <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> You're right. We never did talk about it. So, anyway, sitting over here waiting for to... Revelation to get renewed. <laughs> yes. Whoever's listening, if you are out there and you are a He Man fan, you should try it out. It was actually very good. Um, I'm going to do that. The Dead Day comic books are getting a Peacock series from screenwriter Kevin Williamson. So, this is an Aftershock comic and it's getting turned into a supernatural drama. Uh, for Peacock. I didn't read the comic, but I like Kevin Williamson, so I'm ready for that. And I have Peacock for free. There you go. Yeah, the story is about uh, one night the dead come back to complete unfinished business, which is the <laughs> annual dead day. So think the purge, but everyone's zombie. a zombie. <laughs> sounds like a much... Eh, it sounds a little more creative. All right. Yeah, a little bit more creative. It sounds cool. So yeah, that... <laughs> Never read it myself, but I'm now pretty interested in finding out what all this is about because it's a cool idea. I'm on it too. That's it. What about what about this? This blast from the past. So we have talked about this in the past. Yeah. Um in in throughout the years that we've been doing this. Uh X-Men scribe David Hayter boards the TV adaption of American McGee's Alice game. So They've been trying to do something with this franchise since it came out, which is literally in 2000, and there's a sequel in 2011. But this has been floating around for as long as we've been at Don't Forget a Towel. What do you think of this news? This this story could be good in any at any decade they want to put it out. So um, yeah. I I wish they would remake that game, maybe with newer graphics. I liked those games, so at least the first one. And yeah, that world is is definitely farmable today. Yeah, as a I mean, series, I, oh, I think it's a great idea. I think yeah. it's just like, man, this is taking a long time. So hey, hopefully, uh, this isn't fake news, and <laughs> you know, it actually does happen because it would be very, very cool to uh, see that uh, game come to life. So. Moving on, just when you thought every major franchise was a television show on television, <laughs> now comes Dungeons and Dragons, the TV show. What? Red Notice director Rawson Marshall Thurber. He will write and direct the first of what will soon to be a fantasy franchise. What are you thinking about this? I'm thinking as if they haven't been announcing D&D stuff for over the last year and a half. Like, this is yeah. yeah, like this is kind of like all right. You got the you have the movie coming. You're mm-hmm. dominating everybody's 
um, Wi-Fi connections with their friends. You you know, all of the above. A TV series is a no-brainer. Why is it ta- why is it taking this long? You know, everybody wants to do a fantasy series. This was this is the, probably the easiest one if you had the license. I guess maybe that's. The- yeah, I mean, I know they they've been talking about <laughs> all of this stuff. How they're they're going to be doing all sorts of uh, different like mediums. You know, new books, yeah. games, etc. Um, and yeah, TV has been on their list for a long time. So, okay, let's go. Let's let's do this, <laughs> please. <laughs> yes, and make it about the Underdark. Oh gosh. Well, you know it's going to be what's his name, Drizzt. That's like what I'm saying, he man. will be the yeah. He will be the star. Uh, weird news: SWAT cats are coming back. Uh, <laughs> blew my mind today. I yeah, I saw this online. I don't know why this is happening, but uh, there it's going to be called SWAT kit SWAT cats revolution, uh, <laughs> aimed you know for a younger audience, five to eleven. But um, you know that show came out in 1994. And we've been waiting for some sequel news since then. So it's not really any sequel news. It means we're not really getting a continuation of the series. We're getting shut down and the new generation is getting SWAT cats. No, no, listen. Okay. New characters battling evil alongside the brand's beloved feline fighters, Chris. Requel. Yeah, it's a requel. You can't do this is this is the world we live in and I'm okay with it. Okay. We watched that, you know, I didn't write it down here, but like uh that Texas Chainsaw. Did I you watch that. it? I did. It looks good. <laughs> yeah, I know. It looks really good. I was like, okay, yes, it's <laughs> Halloween. You know, yeah, exactly. Requel, but... I was like, that's Jamie Lee Curtis driving the truck, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, I saw a meme of like Jamie Lee Curtis staring that woman down. She was like, I've been waiting 50 years to do this. And Jamie Lee Curtis like staring at her. <laughs> anyway, that's <laughs> not what we're talking about. SWAT cats are back. And finally, because they didn't have it written down either. Halo teaser. Ah. Cats. That blew my ass off. I loved it. What is, were the bad guys? The Covenant? Yeah. When they showed them. And they showed everything when I was getting like Mando vibes. Yeah. All of the above. And they're just like, oh, are you ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready for that. I I very much am. I've yeah, that's it. That's all I can really say is that I've been a Halo fan. That's the only reason I even played an Xbox back in the day. And I have followed the franchise here and there um, throughout the years. But like just that imagery of Master Chief and, you know, I've played enough of the games to know a lot of the lore and mythology behind it. But to see it on a show, a long form storytelling is going to be like it's going to blow the ass out of the games. Oh, it just yeah. is. Did you as an Xbox owner, have you gotten infinite yet? I've played it. I just How- haven't. Like, this is on Game Pass, but... Oh, how is that game? It's great. Interesting. I mean, is it different? No. <laughs> cool. Controls are the same, but tighter. <laughs> like, uh, it's just, you know, the graphics are fully utilizing that system as well. So, it's it's beautiful. It's one of the be- most beautiful games I've pl- ever played. I heard it had more of an open world concept to it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yep. So, uh, let's go to movie news. Movie news. All right. 
Daniel Radcliffe will be starring as Weird Ale in a biopic <laughs> for Groku, which is possibly the weirdest part of the news. Like, what, put it in theaters. It's free. I'll watch that shit. Oh, no, Roku is not free. You have to Roku's a whole yeah. stick of its own or whatever. <laughs> it is. A stick, a stick of its own. Yes. Yeah, it's a stick of its own. So it's interesting uh, you know, that, but you can get Roku TV through other things. I don't think so. I need to check this out. Yeah, I don't. I don't really think so. Roku but... has its own, own subscription. I would imagine okay. uh, Dan, Daniel Radcliffe is a uh, weird Al. I mean, are you gonna pay him? Like that's Bitcoin? well. Daniel Radcliffe's got enough money though, where he probably just at this point's acting for free. Like the He's roles like, he takes are all ridiculous, and I love it. I love, yes. I, oh, actually, pretty much every Daniel Radcliffe movie I've ever seen, I've loved. So I need to watch that TV show that changes, like periods, every With him. Yeah, it's like one. The first season's like going west. The next season was like something different. It's very weird. <laughs> I think all oh. the same actors will it's kind of like American Horror Story in a way, but huh. No, yeah. I've never okay. I'll look I'll it up. Sh- yeah, look it up. Look it up. Look it up. Uh so we will figure out a way to watch it because that just sounds great casting and just to see a movie with Bring that. Bring anyway. your accordions. That's it. Shudder is unleashing a new monster movie <laughs> uh called Slap Face. Um it's about like a kid who you know, has a friendship with a monster. That, that, yeah, I guess. And he uses them to like kill kids or something. So, uh, fine. Like I don't have shutter and it's only because nobody has said like, you've got to see this thing on shutter. So that's why I don't have it. You're right. I had shutter once. I don't have it anymore. Yeah. It's like, it's fine. The only movie that I've seen that was absolutely amazing on shutter is with steven Yu and um what's her name so uh, the girls in the babysitter and ready or not and okay well anyway <laughs> mayhem it's a mayhem. great movie yeah i watch that yes yes actually you would absolutely love this movie absolutely you'd love I've, it i've been I've been looking for something to watch. I felt aimlessly lost. <laughs> I, I, I have to, I restarted Curb Your Enthusiasm. Thank you for for providing me with food. Right. <laughs> I will always do that for you, Chris. <laughs> um, moving on, Christmas Story is getting a sequel. Uh, a sequel to the original. So awesome. Peter Billingsley will be back as Ralphie. Yep, taking his kids to the house that he grew up in in Cleveland. So and shooting um, their eyes out, shooting their eyes out the whole Sounds time. Like a horror movie. It could very well be. <laughs> yeah, I will. You know, I will see what this is all about. <laughs> I mean, it's on every Christmas. Why not do a requel? Yeah, and I, you know, I I literally watch it every single year many times during that time. So I just, I will watch a Christmas Story sequel. Uh, Mission Impossible movies, the next one, I think it's like seven and eight. They have been pushed to 2023 and 2024, respectively. I think that's all just COVID related. Can't wait. Yeah, you know, that's (laughs) it for me. 
you know, it's I get, I got enough things to, you know, satiate me in the meantime. But I love those movies. They are really one of the best franchises of all time. Yeah. People just don't think about it. You know, no appreciation. No, but they're fantastic. They are. We should have put this earlier. He Man is back. Should possibly. we? Maybe for Netflix, Kyle Allen is cast in the role of Prince Adam, a.k.a. He-Man. What do you think of this news? Because we've heard about He-Man, I guess, just many times over. Even con- including, what was it last year or the year before? With Noah, Noah Centino for Netflix, you know? Mm. Wasn't it? No, it wasn't actually. And that's why... That's why I have a little bit more faith in this. I do because apparently the owner of Netflix is a huge He-Man fan. Right. And He-Man content has been doing pretty well on there. No, remember the other He-Man movie was Sony, who we love so much besides only in the video game This is good. This is great. Yes. And it's like, I would take a He-Man series or movie on Netflix. I don't give a shit which. Just get it off the damn ground. Yeah. It's like, what is you gotta what spend is less problem? money, but it it is weird it's not going to theaters too, but I don't know. Who cares? Just make it. It's yeah. like if it went to theaters and like it cost you eighty-five million to make and it made thirty-five million, that's it for Master Universe, period. It's done. They'll like burn all the toys and then it'll <laughs> just be like myself and, and and whoever else just sitting on on our toys being like, Well, we tried. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. All right. And finally, um Jason Momoa cast is the villain in uh Fast and Furious Ten. Speaking of can't get no respect. Um I don't know what people's problems with Jason Momoa are, but I don't I'm ready I I'd love to see him as a villain in these movies. They're <laughs> this this franchise is like why haven't why hasn't Jason Momoa been a part of this yet? Did People have a right problem time. with Jason Momoa? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. He he's not a great actor, but huh. people hate Aquaman. I just because he's such like a nice guy, I guess I've never heard anyone like say like they just don't like his movies or TV shows, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I've been a fan of him since when he was in Stargate, you know. So yeah. I just I don't try to take things too seriously and whatever, man. He's, <laughs> my <he's>, man. Yeah, <laughs> my man. <laughs> so uh yeah we will support you jason momoa and let's go to a commercial break do you miss hanging out at bars with a friend cream cream ale do you miss those two friends of yours that would always end up drinking too much leading to discussions about political philosophy if so then we have a podcast for you when they nuked the capital you know that was bad i'm aaron and i'm jake Join us at the tavern for a pint, a few laughs, and some nonsensical discussions. I will say neither of us are constitutional lawyers. <laughs> a political podcast for the unencumbered political mind. Search for the Bull and Moose Tavern on your favorite podcast streaming service today. He managed to make Trump look good on something. It's like- bad. Need more context on your favorite movie? Is Obama. Obama. As okay. Senator Obama. Ever wonder why they did or didn't do that thing or include that scene? This is prime. Like, this is perfect quality entertainment. Check out Gutsy Media Podcast as my friends and I take a deep dive into everything from blockbusters to indie films. The weakest apple cider bitch beers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, 
Instagram, and YouTube. That's Gutsy Media Podcast for everything movies. We are back, and so let's talk gaming. First up, Pathfinder and Starfinder, which are both RPGs, uh, are getting their first tabletop um, board game versions. So this like cross between has been popular. I mean, I own a D&D board game, which I, I enjoy those a lot. So for fans of these two very different um, set setting games, what do you think here? Is this something you would check out? Um, I find, you know, playing RPGs, tabletop RPGs are fun and things like that. But to actually take it to the physical board game level adds a different um, spin to it. Plus, you can play one player a lot of the time. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to try it out. Um, I've actually never played either one of these. And I I thought that Starfinder was going to be more interesting until we found, um, you know, Star Star Wars 5e. So right. it's, it's yeah, they're games or gaming types that I've always wanted to try. Um, so, yeah, I would definitely try the board game. Sweet. Yeah, so check those out. I'm going to leave a link for those. Um, next up. We have a big acquisition here. Microsoft bought Activision slash Blizzard. And so this set off a bunch of alarms out in the world from, you know, I think even the government was invest- investigating something like this, of these kind of huge acquirements of other companies and making it exclusive. Um, so what do you think of this? Because... There, I, I read an article the other day or yesterday where it was like people are buying PlayStation 5s and people who are selling them to them are warning them, hey, you're not going to be able to play Call of Duty on, on PS5, et cetera, et cetera. Is that so that's it, right? It's exclusive. But is it a timed exclusive? Because I can't imagine people saying I don't want, you know, 60 percent of the people who are spending money over at Sony, you know what I mean? Like they, they gotta want to have all the monies. So let's, let's bring in the next thing. Cause Sony is also buying Bungie. So yeah. it's, we're looking at what I read. And they the said that they're well. looking at other ones. They said yes. today they're looking at more. Well, not only that, you're seeing like Sony's getting a lot of these Square Enix exclusive, like exclusive titles, at least yeah. to start, like the time ones it's to start, to start. Right. Until they buy Square Enix or something like that. Um, it's. It, I read the other day, it's no longer a console war. It's a content war. Right. And that's it. You know, that's one of the things for us is that the, the Xbox exclusives. Okay. You know, Halo, yes. Forza, yes. But like, do I need? And it's usually like, no, not compared to an Uncharted or a Spider-Man or something like that. Whereas... You know, now you introduce um, uh, Elder Scrolls Six, and you and I know it's not exclusive, but but if it was, I, honestly, I'm probably gonna have to get an Xbox because, like, that is a game I've poured countless hours in. Like as a franchise, going back to um, two, what is it, Oblivion? Like, Marwin. oh, that's two, three. yeah, 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 yep. yeah. Yeah, so you know, two, three, like I spent so many, so many hours in these in these games, and I'm gonna need whatever they call six. So, ugh, yeah, 
I get where they're coming from. I get why they're doing this, but I just hope it's a timed exclusive and I can wait. Yeah, you know, I've been pretty lucky in that regard. Uh, really, as a Final Fantasy fan and owning a PlayStation, it's been beneficial. You know, and the other games, you bought an Xbox. You have yeah. both. So, I mean, that's that's a good situation for you in this. But for me, it's like so far, it's nothing I really give a shit about it's like oh you took call of duty away from me i know people love call of duty but i've never played call of duty in my life yeah and i'm sure i would enjoy it but i'm glad i i did it at this point because it's like taking it away from you yeah i i haven't been affected as much and let's let's see where this goes because let's see what real exclusivity means Sony's going to buy whoever owns Fortnite. That's what's going to destroy it. Oh, God. Or EA. Could you right? admit? Yeah. Yeah. So The content wars have begun. <laughs> begun. These content wars have. <laughs> there you go. Uh, last week, we announced that E3 would be um, virtual, but looks like they're canceling it altogether. Uh has this been confirmed as of yet? It hasn't, but I have a feeling EA, like this is it. It's just done. You know, why do these in-person events if you can have everything virtual anyways? Well, not only that, but I think like people don't, they put their trailers out before this event and it State used to be like, yeah, like, yeah, I don't think they need it anymore. You know, that that's why. It's just like Marvel and DC leaving San Diego. You know what I mean? And even some other ones. At some point, it will have to, it will dry up. Because if someone's like, I can get just as many views putting out a Leatherface trailer on, you know, YouTube as opposed to premiering it, having to spend money on a booth or something, and I can just blast it on on YouTube and people are going to consume it. I, I don't know. I think these big, big shows... Uh, they're dwindling. Absolutely. And it's we saw that I think COVID separated us enough to yeah. drive yeah. the point where why well, have to spend kind of like sending people spending money on tickets, putting up people in hotel rooms. Yeah. All the hidden costs, the food and more just to bring your product to people when you can bring it to millions upon zillions on the internet. So yeah. That's it. Um Last up in gaming news, we have the Steam Deck, and it is set to release on the 25th of this month, since we are now in February. What is the price point on this? I'm trying to take a look here. I think it's like $399. That's great. You know, like what a normal console cost. Um, to be quite honest with you, for how much money um, Steam games cost... Right. which is usually like 75% cheaper than a console, you know, because there's also so many sales. I am very tempted to get one of these at some point because there are a lot of games that don't come to consoles and right. vice versa. And it's like, oh, this is a this is a great game. You know what I mean? Like, I don't hurt. Uh, what is it? Slumber Party Massacre the game or something like that. Like, I don't know. There's different games. They're great. We don't no, I, I get it. I have a I have a very decent Steam library with yeah. a lot of Star Wars games, uh, 
games I've backed on Kickstarter. Yep. And more. So you're saying that I can play these on a Switch-esque device. Yes. Yeah. And to the same thing, you can dock it. To my TV? I think so. This is ridiculous. Don't don't, uh, quote me on that one. But I I do know it's like a Switch, which is I mostly don't play mine docked anyways. I play it handheld. So I don't I, I really haven't done it too much. Awesome. Man, I um yes, like you, I may have to look at this down the road. Anyways, Casey, what time is it? <gasps> is it pursuit of plastic time? First up, we have DST releasing the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the last Ronin statue. Now, this price point of $50 for this mysterious turtle, which I won't reveal to you because you haven't read the books yet. Uh, I know who I, it is because it's okay. stupid internet. But I, I, I have the book coming uh, soon. I think it's next month. Awesome. Yeah, the final yeah. issue. I don't know if I got it yet. It should be coming soon. But I already pre-ordered the statue. The price point on it is amazing. It looks great. Like the darkness of that storyline i was just like this is a nice ninja turtle collectible to add to my shelf yeah and again like you said dst they always do great with their statues like all the time and the price point is unbeatable so this is a good buy next up we have a return of some figures from the past the blast from the past if i may uh the star trek Figures in the nineties. <laughs> Remember when Playmates did that whole line? It was huge. It was like Yes. They had that and Ninja Turtles. And um I, I I didn't buy any of these figures back in the day, but I'll tell you what, I pre ordered all of this. Did all you really? Oh yeah, man. <laughs> the price point's great. I wanted I needed an enterprise. Um some of these look a little funky, but you have it's fun because it's it's multi generational. You have like classic characters like Kirk and Spock and Khan, all from Star Trek Two. Then you have next generation figures from Picard and Data and Riker, but they're doing also Discovery figures. So you'll get Saru and also uh, Michael Burnham as well. So I like that they're bringing in these new characters to this series and then throwing them on that classic hardback. Yeah, this is a awesome, awesome idea. Actually, I thought that was really cool. Cause yeah, I I definitely remember these toys, and I wasn't like the hugest Star Trek fan at the time. I was like, I would never buy these. These look like yeah. crap. And then I got, I mean, I got into Star Trek really shortly thereafter, but I just remember being like, eh, well, they're not gonna get well along with Batman. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very strange. Uh, if we were just maybe like seven years older or something like that you know at that yeah it'd be like or hey this whole series i need it hung on my wall you know (laughs) so and i would have that much more shit in my room so anyways um next up in lego news we're getting a jim lee batman collection and so this is like if you've seen what the what lego's been doing with this kind of like artwork pixelated in a way artwork uh they're doing several different renditions here from Batman and the Joker, Harley, and also like a picture of Batman and Catwoman. So all based on Jim Lee's art. Uh, it's one set, allows you to create three portraits. Uh, 
What do you think of these? These are pretty neat. This is this is just insane. Uh, yeah, when I saw this, I was like, are you kidding me? Like, what an idea. And it, <laughs> what sucks, though, is how much money it would cost to get the entire thing, right? To hang, to hang each of them? Correct. Yes. I mean, you're yeah. looking at the set is like $120. Okay. Uh, it's available on March 1st for those okay. of you who want to buy it. But exactly. I mean, you're paying, if you bought three of them, if you had to buy four. I'm looking at this Batman and Catwoman one. I don't see it as part Same of Same thing with a giant. Oh. Like Batman. If you buy two sets, you can combine them to create the larger mosaics, like the Catwoman and Batman, or the full-length Batman. So oh two sets. Make this is insane. So if you have $1,000, you can have some really great Lego Jim Lee artwork here in your house. Yeah. That's that's it. So uh, and a little bit more affordable news. Uh and I will probably pick this up because it's awesome. Uh, Mjolnir and Lego couldn't actually say, you know, Marvel Mjolnir set. They had to call it <laughs> Thor's hammer. Uh, <laughs> this has been revealed. Uh, settled retail at a hundred bucks. You can build the hammer. It has a Thor minifigure and some other like uh, the Infinity Gauntlet, the Tesseract and also Odin's fire. Uh, all of this kind of neat little Lego accessories to go with it. But the main the main display is the hammer, which is pretty sweet. Yeah, it is super cool. Um, and the price point, I I didn't realize that. I guess the Infinity Gauntlet is a UCS, but um, yeah, this is this is cool. This is really badass. Good price point. I would yeah. spend a hundred bucks on that. I think. Yeah. I'd never be able to lift it. Just <laughs> break it all over the floor. Right. So I don't understand kind of the concept of of no Indiana Jones collectibles. We've had them here and there, like four inch figures through maybe Disney Hasbro, I think maybe releasing the stores a little bit here and there. We had some back in the day. I have a Figma Indiana Jones figure, which I'll never replace because nobody's been able to do that. But it looks like Hasbro and Lucasfilm have struck another deal beyond just star wars so maybe we'll get six inch black series-esque indiana joe's figures we'll be getting board games and more of course because it's hasbro but uh starting in probably 2023 it looks like we'll be having more of an onslaught of indiana jones products hitting toy stores and shelves okay more indiana jones is good um i'm okay with hasbro doing it only because the price point will be good but Obviously, I hope the license gets uh, ramped up, especially when the new movie comes out, so that some of these other people get a get a hold of it who have better sculpting. Yeah, I'd buy a Mezco Indiana Jones all day. Yeah, Man, can't wait for that. Which maybe it won't happen, but we can dream. Uh, next up, the McFarland onslaught continues. I mean, every damn week. Um, this week, or last couple of weeks here, uh, Batman Future State has gotten two figures uh, from the Dark Detective, which is Bruce Wayne, and then also uh, Jason Fox, who is the new Batman. Both those figures are getting the plastic treatment, which I pre-ordered <laughs> because I love both of those Future State stories. And that uh, the Dark Detective reminds me a lot of uh, the Scott Snyder 
zero year look with like the sleeves and kind yeah. of more of like a street level. <laughs> yeah, even streetier level. Well, it's a mix of yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. It's like the Zack Snyder nightmare one too. <laughs> yeah, it's like a yeah. mix of those two. It's wacky that Connor he lives like with a conspiracy theory guy, like shares an apartment with him, and then goes out and beats <laughs> Batman during because he's broke. He has no money. Huh. Um, it's cool. So you should check that, that out. It's cool. Uh, another build a figure wave has been announced. You can build Starro, who was just featured in the Suicide Squad movie. Uh, all the parts will come with different figures. Uh, so far announced Ultraman from the Crime Syndicate and the Batman of Zer and R. And that's a, just another multiverse Batman. It's just wild design. I may have the Mattel figure for that. So I don't know if I'll get this one, but I don't know. To build Starro, perhaps. But why Why don't they just release a, a mega figure of Starro? Do us all a favor. And you, you know what? I feel like they will after this, right? Like as a set. I think so. Um, yeah, I imagine that he's done it with putting all those set like those figures in the sets so you can get like the the full one. He's really good to his collectors and his fans, so maybe we'll get just a different version of Starro versus this one. Yeah, I think I think we would. And uh also, we heard that, you know, McFarlane's taking over DC Direct, which is a huge thing seeing that DC collectibles fell out um and we weren't going to be getting like statues and other fine collectibles, but he came and saved the day. Uh, and they've just released a preview of uh, a couple a couple of statues from the Killing Joke, and also uh, more of the the Batman uh, animated series, the Adventures Continue figures, uh, continuing along those Bruce Tim designs. This time we're getting like maskless Selina Kyle, another Batman, and the Batman who laughs, which is an interesting uh, figure to be bringing into this. So they've been doing a few figures that weren't part of the show or the. Maybe they're becoming part of the comic, which they've been uh, they're on season two of. But we'll, right. we will see. We will see. Yeah, I'm uh, you know, I love those adventures of Batman. Those are just great. <laughs> so I, I don't know. This is always like a really fun series. And then uh, speaking of McFarlane, last up, uh, Entertainment Earth has an exclusive uh, pop comic cover where it's like the pop representing the you know the the image from the comic with the comic in the back not the real comic but just a nice homage to those classic issues and the look that the character has and we both just bought that mcfarlane year two figure with the long flowing cape yes uh which is an amazing looking figure and this is the same thing and i had to get it it's like the companion piece the right (laughs) it's got the comic even which is i don't have so it, right. it'll be a nice display all together. All together. It is fantastic, Chris. <laughs> That's right. So, Casey, where can you find us? You can find us at dfatentertainment.com with a slew of other amazing podcasts as part of the network that you heard commercials for. And um, anywhere you listen to podcasts, <laughs> you can find us. And the interwebs as well at dfatent. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. So this is Casey saying, go read some comics. And this is Chris saying, don't forget a towel.